Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, and welcome to another episode of A Sound Heart. Our tears are in God's bottle. This is a quote from Psalm 56, verse 8, which reads in this version, Record my lament. List my tears on your scroll, or list my tears in your bottle or wineskins are they not in your record and if you would read the title of Psalm 56 it reads for the director of music to the tune of a dove on distant oaks of David a mictum when the Philistines had seized him at God David was a man after God's own heart. And yet, David experienced a rough time in his life. This was long before the incident with Bathsheba. This was after David had been made king by Samuel And yet, God had to do a mighty work in David's life. So, God allowed the man King Saul to expose the Saul nature in David's own life. Indeed, Saul is a type of the flesh. And David is a type of the spirit or the spiritual one. And so God, infinite wisdom, is going to use the mad King Saul to expose the Saul nature in David. David had a lot to learn about who he was and whose he was. And so God exposed him to Saul in a very powerful manner, and yet God protected him too. And so in 1 Samuel chapter 21, verse 10, we read, That day David fled from Saul and went to Achish, king of God. But the servants of Achish said to him, Isn't this David, the king of the land? Isn't he the one they sing about in their dances? Saul has slain his thousands, and David his tens of thousands. David took these words 
heart and was very much afraid of Akish, king of Bath. So he pretended to be insane in their presence. And while he was in their hands, he acted like a madman, making marks on the doors of the gate and letting saliva run down his beard. Akish said to his servants, Look, look at the man. He is insane. Why bring him to me? Am I so short of madmen that you have to bring this fellow here to carry on like this in front of me? Must this man come into my house? And so here we have a picture, a record, I should say, of David's fall. God had thrusted David out of the old order, and now he was ready to remove the old system out of David. God was performing an operation of the Spirit upon David. He wanted to remove the Saul nature in David's life. Everything was being exposed in order to be removed. God was going to set David free to be the man after his own heart. And so David is in panic mode. And before he gets gets to Gath, he goes to uh, speak to... uh, He asks for the, the sword of... Goliath of Gath, and he is told that it is here, and he had spoken with Ahimelech, the priest at Nob, and David had been given this, the sword. Now, notice, notice what is going on here. David, who has slain the giant, is now being pursued by Saul, and he is in fear. He is in panic mode. So now he wants this, the weapon uh, that have proven impotent against, uh, against him, a weapon that, in, that had proven itself inferior against him, and because he is no longer depending on God. So notice this dramatic turn of events in David's life. This happens when believers are in the flesh. We begin to depend on carnal weapons. This is David's fall. This is David's time of testing because God will test us. And David is to learn some powerful things and some powerful lessons about God and himself. So David falls further. And notice, he is, a, he is even rejected by the king of Gath. He has suddenly fallen from the lofty spiritual heights that he once walked. And so now we have a sorry tale of human survival and cunning. 
In confusion and panic, David resorted to intrigue, lies, and manipulation instead of trusting in the Lord. Stripped of all his usual securities, his animal instincts for survival came to the surface. He is now ready for the cave. And so now we are in 1 Samuel 22, verse 1, which reads, David left Gath and escaped to the cave at Adullam. This is the cave of retreat. Please read Psalm 142. And please read Psalm 51.17. This is David's retreat. This is where he will stay. This is where he will recover himself and he will learn some great spiritual lessons. Sometimes life can be very tough for us. And we may be going through tough times and we may not realize that we are being tested. And we cry and we're in fear. We could be in anxiety or we could even be very depressed. And so the psalmist in Psalm 56, which was written by David, says in verse 1, Be merciful to me, O God, for men hotly pursue me. All day long they press their attack. My slanderers pursue me all day long. Many are attacking me in their pride. So David writes in verse 5, All day long they twist my words. They are always plotting to harm me. And so... David, in verse 8, wants to know that God is there for him. He wants to know that God is with him. He wants to know that God will protect and defend him. And David's tears are tears of a man who is undergoing severe testing and trial, and he wants to know that God is present with him. He asks for God's mercy upon his life. And in verse 10, he writes, In God, whose word I praise, in the Lord, whose word I praise, in God I trust, I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? So, beloved, if you are being tested, if you are suffering, if you are confused or bewildered, I want you to know that God is for you. You must pray and you must seek his will. But please read in order to give you hope, in order to give you comfort and peace, because you may be struggling at this time and you need the blessed assurance that Jesus is yours. And so... Please read this psalm, meditate upon it, let it guide you through this period of confusion, hurt, and tears. Good afternoon. My name is Dr. Josiah Rich, and God bless you.